Blog Talk Radio. Wake up, wake up, wake up, everybody. 2017 is here. Hooray! Yep, 2007, this is Marcianne, and 2017 is here, and we have turned a page in the book of life here on Earth, and we're starting a brand new chapter, because uh, the numbers, 2017, is esoterically a one, so you get that by adding two, Plus 1 is 3, plus 7 is 10, and 1 plus 0 is (laughs) 1. So 1 means we're starting over again. It's a brand new beginning. And 10 is esoterically uh, a number for uh, testing, testing, learning, education, uh, kind of like a time of, of um, preparation. Ten is a time of preparation. So we've had uh, 2017 years now to prepare for this very, very special time now that we're starting now because we completed all our preparation and now it's time to finish the story here on Earth. Uh, we've been at it a long time, millions of years. <laughs> and we've hit the top of the bell curve. And we, uh, we're going to start to finish the rest of the story. We've just begun this story. <laughs> so it's time to get up and begin to take some action. Because the title of this next chapter in the book of life here on earth is Rise, Take Up Your Bed, and Walk. (laughs) Even in his farewell address, President Obama said it's time to get going. Okay, this um, saying, Rise, Take Up Your Bed, and Walk, is from a story that is in the Bible. And it's a story of a man who had lived his life every day by the side of a of a at the pool of Bethesda. Actually, the Bible said that it uh, was for 38 years. I mean, every day for 38 years, he just was a hoping and a praying that the healing angel would uh, heal him. Apparently, at a, at certain times, the waters of this would be stirred up and people thought that a healing angel came and stirred up the waters and so the first few people that could get into the pool when the waters were being stirred would be healed so over the years lots and lots of people had had great miracles when they dipped themselves down into the waters but he wasn't able to get himself into the water So he just laid on his bed at the side of the pool, just hoping, hoping, hoping that someday 
either the water, you know, maybe from someone else's miracle would splash on him and heal him, or maybe if if he prays enough, the healing angel would take pity on him and just heal him at the side of the pool. And he kind of lived off of the sympathy of others, you know, for his food, not exactly begging, but just being visible in his need. And people would give him coins and food and drink. And then there were also, in addition to this special time when the healing angel went to the pool, there were now lots of stories of Jesus healing people. So one day Jesus showed up at the pool and the man called out to him, Help me, Jesus. Help me. Help me get into the waters so I can be healed. I can't get in there by myself. And Jesus just looked at him and said, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. Well, (laughs) what does it mean to, uh, what does this mean, rise? What does that word rise mean there? Well, in the Greek, the word for rise there means to gather your faculties. Well, what does it mean to gather your faculties? Because this sort of sounds to me like time to get your act together. Don't ask me to do it for you. You just take up your bed and walk. So let's look at this. What are faculties? Well, if you listen to my show very much, you know that I love Roger's thesaurus. (laughs) So here's some symptoms for the word faculties. A faculty is... An ability, a faculty is an aptitude for something. A faculty is a flair, you know, or a bent, a knack, an instinct, a forte, uh, personal power, gifts or talent, qualities, a sense of something, a knowing, and my favorite one is what it takes. So Jesus was telling this man, you've got what it takes to get up off your bed and walk yourself. I mean, this was after this man had been lying there for 38 years. Do you think that all that time this man had had what it took for him to just get up off his bed and walk? So rise, gather your faculties, your gifts, your talents, your sense of knowing. You know, that knack you have, that, that flair your personal powers of instinct, those abilities and aptitudes that are just in you while you're lying there in the bed. Because this is where we are now. No one else is going to do it for anybody. Not for you, not for me. No one else is going to do it for us. Not even Jesus. I mean, that time is over. We've turned the page in the book of life, and now we're in this new time, and it's time to rise, take up your bed, and walk. (laughs) So while you're still lying there in the bed, you would need to do a personal assessment. I mean, what special gifts do you have? A gift is something you just naturally know how to do. It's something you came into life with. You know, I have a gift to know how to do business. I haven't been to college. Nobody in my family owned a business. I just know how to do it. I know how to be good at business. 
and because I have this gift, it's been really hard for me to work for someone else because I could always see how they could do it better and make a lot more money. But it's my experience (laughs) that other people just want to do things their way. So I just started my own business so I could run my business the way I wanted to. And I worked for other people while I was first starting my own business, and I kept working at my job until my business was making enough money to take care of me. So if you want to start your own business in order to capitalize on that certain bent that you have, that flair for doing something, that knack for always picking the winner, or that instinct that is never wrong, then get a job, just a, a, you know, a side job, and keep that job to earn the money you need for what your everyday needs are, and start your business. Already written in this story of the man at the pool of, the, of Bethesda is a picture of being a victim of circumstances. The Bible doesn't say what his infirmity is, was, but he couldn't get into the pool by himself. So he was disabled in some way. And I feel that because of the generosity of this company and our compassionate caring about each other, we've kind of actually created a nation of disabled people now. And this does create a victim faculty. I can't do it for myself, so someone needs to help me. Help me, Jesus. But Jesus said, rise, take up your bed and walk. Rise, take stock of your faculties. What else can you do? Just because you can't do one thing doesn't mean that there aren't hundreds of other things you can do. Take a personal assessment. What are your gifts and talents? That thing you have a knack for. Because you're going to be so surprised how different you feel when you begin to think about everything that you're good at. Make your list. Gather your faculties. And then begin to walk towards your personal freedom. You know, this new chapter in life on earth right now now doesn't have any room for excuses. There's no longer any good excuse for not being who you are and doing what you want to do. These last eight years especially have given all of us now a really good look at each other. And we now know that the systems aren't the problem. The schools are good. There's plenty of jobs available. Everyone now really has a chance. It's going to be that one who rises up and gathers their faculties and gets out of the bed and begins to walk towards the gold. That's who's going to be who they really are now and do what they really want. No more excuses. There just aren't any more acceptable excuses. You know, I think we should all be so grateful we've reached this stage of life now uh, here on earth. And now because now those words of our Constitution mean more than they have ever meant before. Because we're guaranteed the right to life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness. And now it's more possible than it's ever been before. Hooray, hooray! 2017 is here.